Karma fam. Welcome to Family Karma Cast. This is Indra, and um, Deanna is super, super busy this week because she is she's starting school. Her semester starts this week, all sorts of things. So she was unable to do the recap. But lucky for me, cousin Mary <laughs> is here. Woo-hoo. Hello, Swapping. Mary. Hello. Swap in another Bianco. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. We got the Biancos holding it down for the recap. And um, so exciting. Like, I can't believe this is episode 10 of the season. I know. And there's so much more. And like last season ended with episode 10. So I know. I'm so glad it's I'm so glad it's continuing. And like, I think that you I we can never confirm this, but I think you guys had something to do with that. Just constantly being like, okay, we actually need, you know, the same (laughs) amount of attention, same amount of episodes. So maybe next season you guys will get a reunion and then we'll know that you're your true influence. Oh my gosh. I have, I'm so annoying on Instagram. (laughs) No, it's good though. It's it's like, how can they have three reunions for, for one housewife? Like, okay. And also, like, I know you don't watch The Housewives, but Salt Lake City's season is notoriously known now as, like, one of the worst seasons. Like, No way. Yeah, like, it's been such a flop. The season finale was, like, super terrible. I haven't watched it, but all Mm -hmm. the chatter is just, like, this was a waste of a season. Like, everyone feels like the women on that show are, like, acting and, like, it's really not genuine. And so I think that that has just, like, colored. Uh, So the, like... People who even like don't even watch Family Karma are like, why are is Salt Lake City getting three reunions? And word on the street is there's going to be two reunion episodes, and mm-hmm. then Andy's doing like a sit down interview with Jen Shaw, like from prison. <laughs> no, she's not going to prison until I think mid February. Oh, okay, so it's like leading up to that. But I'm kind of just like even with that, like whatever like there's so much going on in family karma that like we need answers to yeah that like probably won't be covered in this season that it's like we need a reunion to go over all of that just like an episode yeah updates on what people are going through and like having the aunties on everyone's asking for that and I'm like yeah, if you think you're not going to have enough stuff, then like have two sit downs, one yeah. with the kids, one with the aunties, maybe like one where like the aunties come in because like on a lot of the housewives ones, they'll like have the husbands come in and like sit behind oh, the women. Yeah, they need to do yeah. that. Yeah, so just bring in the moms and like have a thing. And if the kids are like know. being all peaceful, the aunties will go for it. They don't. They don't care. They'll they'll fight on TV. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they do not care. I mean. Dharma auntie has shown time and time and again that she has no shame. Yeah, she's a she's a fighter. <laughs> she is a fighter for sure. Um, so yeah, it's it's a whole thing, and um, we'll get into the auntie thing a little bit here when we see Brian and Vishal talk about mm-hmm. it. But um, at the start of the episode. So this this episode is like kind of focused around Anisha's fashion show. Yeah, I feel like we're getting a lot of her story here, which is kind of nice because she has been not very much in the season. Yeah. Um. And so I'm just like, I have some questions. I'm like, so your boyfriend isn't coming to your fashion show? Yeah, he could sit somewhere else and just not be recorded. Like, I don't. 
I don't understand why yeah. he wasn't there at all. Well, she said in the beginning of the season she didn't want anyone to even meet him, which I'm still very confused about. I still don't understand that. Yeah, it's like what I we know that he's real, obviously, and she got married, but it's like, what are you hiding? Like, which which part of your life are you almost ashamed of that you don't want him to meet? Your friends, yeah. like I get him not, not wanting to meet the whole extended community and get everybody's opinions, whatever. But like your friends, you're not going to like he hasn't met any of your friends. That's so strange. Yeah, it's like and on some level, you'd think you'd want to test it out to make sure that worked or just figure out what that vibe will be. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes partners, you know, ideally they get along with your friends, but they're probably not going to get along with every single one. Mm -hmm. And just kind of having that information is helpful, I feel. Yeah. And how they act like, like when they before. when they share you with other people, like right now he gets her 100% yeah. of the time because she doesn't have any community in Scottsdale. It's like, what if that's where she is, right? Scottsdale? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and he, that's like, where what he's if, based. Like, what if he's super weird when he has to share her attention? Because that can happen. <laughs> and that's like a huge red flag. Like, what if he likes having all the attention? It's like, what are you going to do then? I, I mean, the sense I get is that like she has had him meet via FaceTime a couple of people from the show. So Brian and Bali, who are her besties from the show mm -hmm. at this point. And I think everyone else is kind of like chopped the liver a little bit, which is like Vishal's like, I feel like chopped liver, you know, and I would too. Yeah, the whole first like the whole first season was about how close their friendship was. And then without really anything, it's just kind of gone. Yeah. And it got me thinking and maybe you have something to say about this since you're like getting married soon is like, when you're like planning, like, so we know that she does get engaged and like, she's yeah. married like this is all not a spoiler like everybody knows this but like um you know it's a big part it's like a big step in your life and like if you choose to have a wedding and you like don't invite lifelong friends <laughs> like it's sort of like an indication I don't know I mean yeah it feels like you're trying to leave like something behind like you're trying to not yeah like I found whenever I was nervous to mix a friend group it's because maybe I wasn't being like my authentic self with both groups of people like more so like in in college and and high school friends then it was kind of like figuring out who I was but that's a much younger thing and now it's like everybody yeah. is around each other all the time but yeah I think if I was like I don't want this person at my wedding I, I don't know it's like I get that she wanted a smaller wedding but it's like to not invite any of them, to not introduce any of them to your significant other, it's it's very, very odd. Yeah, it's weird. And so I was just thinking like, this is, you're talking about this fashion show, like this is a huge deal, which mm -hmm. it is. Like this yeah. is a huge thing for your professional career. Like you're, you've, you say you've put $400,000 into yeah. this business, which is like a lot of, like, that's a 20% down payment on what, like a $2 million house? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's It could be everything. It's like, yeah, like you could have done a lot with that. Or you could have just like outright bought a house for $400,000. Yeah. Like she's, so like I, if that were me, like I would want my person who in eight weeks, I want them to propose to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I would want them there to like, support me putting up the math of being like she's saying Cinco de Mayo and right now it's February or something like them being yeah. like very clear about like oh this is this is actually when it's going to happen and she wants this very soon and I would yeah. get not wanting the first introduction to be the fashion show but it's like 
How many times yeah. have you come back and forth between there and Miami to, to play in the fashion show that not one of those times your boyfriend couldn't take off to meet your family members, friends and family so that yeah. when it comes to the fashion show, he already knows that. Yeah. And it's like, I guess we'll never know like what the dynamics are behind the scenes. Like, is it that he offered to go and she yeah. said, no, I don't want you to come. Is it like he really can't like isn't willing to take the time off or whatever? You know, it sounds like he has like a very demanding job in terms of time. Yeah. From what she's just like said on her podcast and whatever um but still it's like I don't know and everyone wants different things from their relationship and clearly Anisha is someone who doesn't want someone who's like smothering her in terms yeah. of space so maybe she's she's truly okay with that and that's like her it's her relationship but it's just it's it's like, I wouldn't be cool with that. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm hoping she told him not to come because if he didn't even offer, and I, I understand having a demanding job and I get it. Like he can't work from home if he's a, he's a doctor, right? He can't, yeah, he can't work from home if that's his job. So it's not as flexible, but it's like, if you can't make it there for the fashion show to not go for any part of it feels weird because yeah. you get days off you get time off. Yeah. It's like they're, they can't make you work a hundred percent of the time. And I get being tired, but it's like, if you're going to marry this person, you have yeah. to figure out how to balance your life with, with your job and figure out how to be there in these big moments. And it's like, this, this kind of sounded like her last ditch effort to save her fashion brand mm -hmm. that I would want to be there for that, even if I'm like lingering in the background. Yeah, absolutely. So who knows? Maybe she'll say more about that. Um, we are supposed to interview her actually tomorrow, oh, wow. Deanna and I. Oh so my gosh. I, it's, it's good. They haven't given us a ton of time and I'm not even sure. They like are tr trying to change the times and stuff. So I hope it still happens, but um, that'd be huge. Maybe we so can get questions. some more. Yeah, I know. Tell I have me questions about the, questions the fashion are. line altogether. Like, I don't work in fashion. Yeah, let's just talk about the whole show. I don't work in fashion, but when it came in those, like, Amazon bag, bag looking <laughs> things, I was like, this can't be the way that it works. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, I'm waiting on this huge ship, and it was two packages sitting on a table. I was like, this can't be it. <laughs> I know. When they were, like, when they had the thing that's, like, Anisha's fashion show, and yeah. it, like, pointed literally to two, like, to plastic. Two it wasn't even boxes. No, they were, and they were taped <laughs> so tight. And then when she had them up on the rack and it was, like, four looks, I was like, wait, this can't. You need more, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So her, her line is up on mm -hmm. shopcurrently.com for anyone oh, who's interested in looking. Okay, so this is what, didn't we talk about that we thought maybe she was putting the clothes up after the fashion show aired on TV? Yeah, and I think maybe that's what happened. That's smart. That's smart. Um. And I mean, she did partner with Rhea Collective, who so like half of the fashions presumably we saw were from them. And then they said like there was a brand called Country Made yeah, on there too to be, for the men. For the men. I like those jackets and I loved the outfit. I loved the look that Monica was wearing and then the look that Bali yes. ended up wearing at the end. Because I agreed with her. I was like, this dress that she wanted to put Bali in shouldn't close the no. show. And doesn't really fit Bali's vibe, but the the sari dress combo, the blue one, was beautiful. It was beautiful, and the fact that it was zip up was yeah, like huge. I was like, where can I get one of the like that was the most appealing thing to me about Anisha's line was like 
the ease of mm-hmm. this Indo Western thing is like really in, which I'm loving yeah. as like an Indo Western person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like putting on a sari is such a pain in the ass. I honestly have worn a sari like maybe once in my life because yeah. like I needed my mom there to help me put it on. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get so, about like trying to figure out how to wrap it. And this one girl was oh like, my God. I scoured YouTube to figure out videos because I was so tired of going to family events and waiting 45 minutes for an auntie for it to be my turn (laughs) and I was like that makes so much sense trying to figure it out wait did I ever tell you when I I went to an Indian wedding no tell me tell me I went to an Indian wedding and I a girl I grew up with um she was Indian and her I, I was going with her with one of our other friends. And so she lent us two outfits to go to another friend's wedding. That was going to be two days. One day was going to be, you know, the Indian ceremony. And then the next day was going to be the Catholic Mm -hmm. ceremony. And so my friend Nikita thought that it was a super formal event. So she didn't, we were thinking we were going to get like the crop top and skirt with the wrap, like very cute kind of vibe. And she gave us like, I forget what they were called, but it was like almost like a long tunic with the super tight pants underneath yes and then just the drape over the side I'm so sorry I forget what it's called it's called a salvar kameez yes and that's it's like a it's like a more fancy than casual but it's not the fanciest yeah yeah and so she gave us those and we put them on and and they're like perfectly measured to her for to her body and to her sister's body whose dress I was borrowing So like the armpit was so tight. I was sweating through the whole <laughs> oh, thing. No. And then my boobs looked like they were packed into this sausage. And I was like, it's okay. Like, you know, all the white people are going to be figuring this out. They're going to have terrible outfits on. And me and my friend Joe get on the bus and we're the only white people in the outfits. And we're like, oh my God, we fucked up. We're culturally appropriating. We really messed up. Like we, we, oh, no. we really messed up. But then we get off the bus and see more people and more more people are dressed like, you know, with, with typical, with the typical things you expect to see at an Indian wedding. But a lot of them had like these gorgeous skirts and these crop tops on. So me and Joe just spent the whole day being like, (laughs) we look so bad. (laughs) The whole wedding, we were just like, oh my God, like we really tried to commit and it just backfired on us. But the wedding was awesome and the music was beautiful, but I, you know, I have been there before too, even as someone like I just hadn't been to India in a while and I had to go to an Indian wedding. And so I had to like borrow clothes from someone and they fit me, but they were like not dressy enough for the occasion. And I was like, ugh, I'm that person who's like, I did it. (laughs) Oh my God. To like be in the wrong thing or yes. feel like self like self-conscious at one of those events that's so long and I was just like we t- tried to take pictures <laughs> to make ourselves feel better but the pictures look so bad and we got like <laughs> one incredible picture and we literally <gasps> catfished everybody everyone was like you guys look so beautiful at that wedding like, <laughs> you're like it took us a hundred tries but we got it right. and we nearly had a panic attack while we were trying to figure it out <laughs> Yeah, it's well, you you know, now, like I have a friend who's actually going to an Indian wedding with her husband in India, and she's not Indian. And so she was like asking me about some stuff. And, and we were talking about like, so apparently rent the runway now has Indian bride or Indian wedding attire. So gorgeous. I love that for them. And like so smart, because such a good idea, precisely what people need it for. Yeah. Because they're not going to be wearing these. They just want to rent them. 
Um, there's a website I call I heard about called Borrow the Bazaar that also does mm. rentals. Ria Collective, who was f- uh, featured in this episode, they used to they started off as like a rental company for oh, Indian awesome. wedding attire, but have like changed their focus a little bit. So, yeah, I loved I loved the the zip up sari. Um, I also loved Monica's outfit. I thought that like it was so cute. It was like potentially like Anisha's like I didn't design one for you because we weren't speaking at the time but Monica ended up in like the best piece for her anyway I think of the the montage of them trying to try on the outfits and them not fitting I think made Monica feel a little bit better about not having one for her because they all had to switch them up anyway (laughs) exactly um I I'm so sad that we couldn't go because we were actually invited to this you fashion were? show, Deanna and I. Yes, we were invited to attend, oh God, which awesome. was so sweet. Um, but we weren't able to go um, for various reasons. It was last March. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there were. I Yeah. But it was I'm so glad it was like a great success. And so many yeah, people awesome. attended. I love the part when Vishal's like, last night I ate 20 chicken nuggets yeah. and french fries <laughs> and a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and she's like, right before my fashion show? It's like, but Vishal's body is still perfect. So yeah, his abs fine. were, yeah. He's like, he could eat like the entire McDonald's menu in one sitting and he'd still look like totally shredded (laughs) yeah because he probably didn't mention he probably got up and worked out for two hours before the fashion show and then yeah and then came (laughs) totally um I liked how Chitranthi was like you should have put us on the runway like and I would have loved to see the aunties on the runway awesome maybe the next collection can be like you know the more mature line or whatever they would call it and have the aunties yeah that'd be so awesome totally um but I, I love it because like my brother's getting married in June and it's going to be there's going to be Indian elements to it. And so I'm like, I need to start finding stuff. And now there get are the just Bali so dress. many more options. Yes, I know. I'm like, maybe I'll get that. Maybe I'll get some other things. So there's lots of options these days. I don't yeah. have to like send my measurements to India and have like a relative buy something for me yeah. and have it, like, ship, you know like each part of your body and then can never lend it to literally that's <laughs> how they do it though it's like it's so specific like yeah so yeah I'm into the the more modern stuff that's coming out now um okay uh okay so then there's Amrit and Nicholas they go to yeah. Atlanta with Amrit's parents to see the venue and um They've chosen Atlanta because Amrit went to Emory, which is in Atlanta. So he has Mm -hmm. like a connection to that. But also he said that they wanted a place that wasn't that wasn't like favorable to either family um, that was like middle ground. Yeah, it was sweet. It was a little in conflict with some of the other stuff that goes on in the episode. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it was... I like that kind of sentiment. Um, they confirm that the budget is over six figures for the I'm, wedding. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's, it's I'm not at all either. People don't. Re- I bet that's even them understating it because people don't really talk about how much it actually costs to throw one of these things. And yeah. 
it's like without even trying, if you're not careful, you can end up there like in a second, especially with how yeah. many people that they're trying to invite that I feel like when I watch it, I'm going to, I ha- feel like I have such a, mi- a mind for these things now. Obviously my prices are New York, so they're probably more expensive than Georgia because everything yeah. in New York is more expensive because it's so fucking annoying and why does anyone live here? But <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) Um, I feel like if this is less than 300K, I'll be very surprised. Yeah. I mean, because think about it. It's not just like one one day of events. It's four. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. So like you have to feed all those people. Like what are the biggest costs at a wedding? I feel like it's always like the food. Yeah. And flowers like decorations and flowers and um, like the live music is so expensive. Like if they have yeah. a band instead of a DJ, we're not doing this, but like lighting is really, really expensive. Like some oh. people can spend like 40 K just on lighting if they don't like the way the place looks. And oh I'm God. guessing that the show you will pay for that because they needed to look a certain yes. way for TV, but that's like a whole other expense that can come out too. Well, just like, so, you know, they got married, they put like, obviously, we've seen the pictures on Instagram, mm-hmm. like, so you see like the outdoor area where they're going to do the tea dance, yeah. which also I loved that he explained what that was, because I, I know, didn't I know what it, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, if you see the way the space is transformed for the actual tea dance, I mean, it it looks like stunning and oh, it's yeah. like I can't even imagine how much the decorations must have cost for that and a, a planner helping them that much is is probably like yeah 10 to 20k alone like we don't we don't have yeah. a planner because it's like it's it's sometimes they're on percentage of how much you spend on the wedding and sometimes it's like a set amount um yeah but if they're not in Georgia and she's doing all these pieces and it's this elaborate it's probably like it's probably so expensive. Oh my God. That's it's wild. Um, so I loved his, I loved uh, his mom being like, what about, what about um, a rainbow flag uh, <laughs> curtains? And he's like, that's tacky, but we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, that's kind of tacky, but we appreciate the, we sentiment. Appreciate the sentiment. Thank you so much. <laughs> also, did you catch when she said that their jeans looked gay? Yeah. I, was I, I was like, do you, she was like, do you I like your she... jeans. Very gay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, does she mean like gay, like they are like gay or does she mean like gay in the like term of like happy, like or like fun or whatever? Using it like stylish, like like very. Yeah. She was like, oh, I like your jeans. Very gay, like very like on trend with what you would expect. I don't know. It was really funny. (laughs) Well, in any case, it seemed to make sense to everyone in the room. I was just like, okay. (laughs) Okay, This is a compliment. Yes, definitely. Um. And so we do find out a little bit more about Nicholas's parents and kind of where they're coming from. Like they they just don't want to be filmed. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out like if Nicholas's mom wants to make a speech like, yeah, absolutely. That takes precedent over the filming. So how do they set that up so that she doesn't have to feel uncomfortable about that? So and that's definitely an extra layer of stress. And you can see these two are stressed. Oh, like, it's like where it's wearing on them. Like they're constant, like just a constant oh furrowed brow. And, and I feel like since Nicholas has blue eyes, it's always so easy when someone with blue eyes is about to cry. Like you can always oh, tell. And it's just like, oh, I know. And it like just, at that lunch that they had at the place, like to see where they're going to do the Sangeet, like. They're like, oh, yeah, we're having a great time. And he's like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
yeah he's like i'm exhausted everything about this is exhausting and it's like it's so it's so sad and i think like the way that your family acts during wedding planning can really illuminate how they're going to act about even bigger stuff in your life and i think like them talking about having a family and and if if his parents want this big of a step back from from like his wedding how are they going to treat the grandkids and and i just i couldn't imagine having to deal with that on top of the stress of planning this whole event anyway, and then and then worrying about the future in that specific way. Oh my gosh, I know. It's like, if, if I were them at this point, maybe this happens to a lot of couples where the stress is just like getting, and they're like, nope, we're just gonna elope. Yeah, we <laughs> talk know? about it like once a week where we're like, if we get like an annoying email, we're like, that's it. Let's just go, <laughs> we're out of here. Because it's, I mean, it's right there. It's just city hall. It's right there at any time. We could just do it. But it's almost like 100. a power card over like our parents. I'm like, if, if you guys are being yeah. annoying, we're just going to do it. Like, we're just gonna- Yeah. <laughs> so this is something that like, I feel like I really enjoy kind of seeing like, I don't like seeing Amrit and Nicholas have problems, obviously, no. or but I think that they're dealing with some really real things, which I could really relate to. And I'm curious how you feel about it, like, especially going into planning a wedding of your yeah. own is like, the families inevitably get involved, right? Yeah. And like, there is probably going to be imbalances, no matter what your circumstances. And so like, you don't have to say anything you don't want to say, but no, is there yeah. anything about your process that's felt like that you can relate to in this situation? Yeah, it just feels like it's so much pressure and then you get stressed. Like for me personally, like, you know, Ethan and I are a cis hetero couple, so we don't have any of these layers involved. So like can only like be uh, compile that on top of everything else. It's like for, for us, it's just like, you get so sensitive about this event and then you feel stupid because you're like, Oh, it's just a dance party. But then you're like, Oh, it's not just a dance party. So it's like this constant back and forth of feeling really dumb that this big event is making you stressed out, but it is stressful because it, it highlights like every family dynamic in a very specific way that like, for us, it's like if people are being uncomfortable or if people are being like, nosy or super opinionated you just can't help but think like oh this is going to be how they are forever you know because it really is combining two families um and that's tricky as everybody knows to to combine your family with another person's is like figuring out their dynamic in a super isolated way um yeah and so i think like the parents not being involved at all is really is really tough yeah it is really tough and it's like nicholas is clearly like hurt about it yeah um in a in a way yeah I think that like it's it's hard for him and it's also like I you can see like he he says like my parents are not monsters and I feel like it's very important that he said that because we all know people who have beliefs that we really don't like that are close to us yeah and it doesn't mean that we don't love them or like they don't have redeeming qualities and things like that. And Nicholas is very close to his family. You can yeah, tell. He talks and it, to his it's, mom every day. Yeah, it's got to be hard to like not have them involved in so many parts of it. And and then to also feel like, you know, he says like, it feels like Armut's parents are a little bit too involved at times. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to do the Barat, but then they looked like they were going to cry. So I, I like, to agreed do to do it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, all of these things. I mean, these are the reasons precisely why I have never wanted to have a wedding of my own is Mm because I just 
I just know shit would come up and yeah. I'm just like, is it worth it? <laughs> That's me? what you think the whole time. It's like, is it worth it? But it's like, for us, at least it's been a good opportunity for us to have conversations about yeah. like how we're going to be setting up like boundaries between both us and both of our parents and like doing that out of love. Yes. Because, you know, we, we both do, Ethan and I both love our parents so much, but they both have their shit and they think, you know, yeah. can speak for my parents. They think that they, my mom in particular thinks that she knows, she knows best all the time. And so when she's being mm -hmm. opinionated, she's coming from a real place of love. And so I, but I'm like, I have to figure out my own distance from it. And I yeah. think when you're, you're dating or even living together, you're still in your little bubble. And so yep. when you involve everyone else, like when you, when you have a child and you see your parents with the child, it's like, you're, you're involving both the families at that point. And they're like coming into yes. it. And so it's been a good opportunity for us to have those conversations about like, okay, how are we going to figure out how to like protect our bubble and keep our bubble like yeah. functioning our own, especially when like there's hopefully we have the chance to, you know, bring children into the world and like what their relationship mm -hmm. is going to be like with both sets of grandparents is important. Yeah. And I think that's such a good way to do it is like, it's an opportunity to explore that because, yeah. you know, pa Patrick and I are not married. We never had a wedding and anything like that, but we've come to points in our relationship where we've needed to sort yeah. of figure out those boundaries with our family. Yeah. Like it was going to happen one way or the other. So yeah, like, life is going to force know, you into it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, I think what Amrit was saying ab about his relationship and needing to draw boundaries kind of like, you know, I, f I do feel an obligation to my parents. I have yeah. these like, you know, as immigrants, they came here, they've given me so much like, but I also can't ignore my fiance, you know, yeah, his needs for that. And so he's just trying to f navigate that. And I have gone through something very similar, mm -hmm. which I don't know if it's because I also come from a similar immigrant background, or maybe that's just like we happen to align on stuff like that. But I think this probably happens to a lot of people who are yeah. close with their families. Like, and when you start your own family, like your allegiances need to shift a little bit yeah. in ways that can be really hard. And I think think I found it particularly hard as like I'm the youngest of three children I think oh, yeah. birth order <laughs> is a big birth in this order too. Plays a huge role. yeah <laughs> yeah and so I like not that this is like a therapy session for me but like <laughs> this is like, these are anyway. things <laughs> yeah these are things that I think about and I just I appreciated seeing that me sort too. of explored on this episode and of course it like comes to a head with the conversation about it's when they start talking about their kid's last name. Yeah, that's hard. And I'm like, all the wedding stuff, like, whatever. Like, this is really a big, a big thing to figure out. And yeah, that conversation like in the park. Wow. Oh, yeah, that was that was that was hard to watch. But I like, oh, I'm glad that they I'm glad that they did it. Like, I'm glad that they were willing yeah. to have that conversation so openly because Ethan watched this episode with me and literally we had a conversation about names because of because yeah. of this episode and I have decided to change my last name like with the caveat that like if it doesn't feel right when I do it I'm going to switch it back like Deanna did if it doesn't feel like it fits me then I'll then I'll change it back but I was like you you take for granted when it's never expected that you change your name what it's yeah. like to actually change your name and what it's like to you know after 30 years be like oh I'm I'm this person now and and like yeah. If you take it out, you're like, oh, it's just a name, but it's like, no, that's who I am. Like, um, I've been Mary yep. Bianco my whole life. 
and being Mary Schenberg shouldn't be a different person, but feels like a different person for right now. Um, mm-hmm. And Ethan was like, yeah, what about a hyphen? Like, why can't they figure it? You know, why can't they figure it out? They love each other. I'm like, they do love each other, but that's why they have to like, that's why they both need to respect why the other person doesn't want to jump on changing their name. And yeah. Amrit playing the card of my family's been more supportive than your family. Yeah. Oof. I get the impulse to bring that up because I'm sure yeah. that on Nicholas's behalf, Amrit is, host- is, is harboring some resentment towards like them because of how much yeah. they've caused his partner that he thought like, Oh, obviously Nicholas wants a fresh start and wants to join this like loving supportive community. But for Nicholas, it's like, well, you're pointing out the thing that's the biggest struggle for me right now. Yeah. Yes. And there's so much in this. I mean, like to me, I don't know when I decided, but I just like, my name is, I can't, I can't change it. Like yeah. I just, I never will be able to. And that's, that's just me, you know, but I do think I also feel like it's unfair that like in heteronormative relationships, Mm -hmm. the woman is the one forced to choose. And it's just assumed like it's never a a conversation. No. And it should be a conversation. And I don't know. Have you like we hyphenated our children's last names. So they're yeah. Raj Garrity. Um, I kept my name as it is. Patrick kept his name as it is. It sounds I like, like Amrit and Nicholas might. They might end up doing that. All take on like a family, a, a new last name as a family, which I've also seen people do. And and I and I hear all the time, like, I want to have the same last name as my kids and yeah like I feel like my name is very clearly reflect reflected in my children's last names because it's hyphenated and and I'm okay with that but I do hear from people all the time that they like don't like hyphenated half last names have you heard that I've heard that and like I'm just like who cares also yours sounds like a real last name like it doesn't sound hyphenated like you say Raj Garrity it sounds like it just kind of like flows off like it all goes together I think like I think people are like oh it's clunky it's like but but who cares it's not your name you've been tossing around like with the kids if like their middle name would be Bianco and um yeah like what what it would what it would be but it's like if people want to hyphenate let them hyphenate and then their kids can figure it out later what they're going to do when they get married and start a family you know if they decide to do that that's up to them because well I work with you know I work with my most of my clients that in immigration are from South America and Mm -hmm. majority of them have two last names and one last Mm -hmm. name is from their mother and one last name is from their father um and when they get like you know when you get married you usually keep your name or you drop one yeah. name, but but you still get to keep it and the kids get one of each. And I just think like, that's just such a normal naming concept to them that like, why yeah. can't that just be carried through that, you know, they have two last names and every yeah. government forum is a space for two last names. And when they get married, yeah. they can figure out if they want to drop one or if they want to combine one or whatever. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's like there's, there shouldn't be hard and fast rules about this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Amrit's parents are so lovely in so many ways and have done so much. This was the first time that I felt a little bit like they weren't supporting Nicholas. Like, yeah, 
when Ahmed's dad said it's important to me that the Kapai name goes on, like, and then he made a comment about, like, if it's a daughter, it doesn't matter, but if it's a son, yeah. it does. Like, I was like, oh, okay, here's the, like, old school Indian, but not even just Indian, like, patriarchal, no, like, patriarchal like yeah. And I appreciated Nicholas stepping up to them being like, this isn't like he's the bride and you're giving him away and I'm taking him. Like, I'm not, like, yeah. taking him from your family. He's still in your family. And it's like, yeah, what, what is, there's, there's two sides of both coins. Cause it's like, why do, why do they care about carrying on the legacy of a name for such a long time? But then also why does it hurt my feelings when it's assumed that I'll give up my name? It's like very, yeah, very layered. Yeah. yeah. And the part where, you know, again, back to like, Amrit saying like, well, my family has been more involved and Nicholas being like, I am not on board with that and no. kind of snapping. He, I, I think it's like, Amrit is sort of missing in this conversation that like the way his parents behave and Nicholas's identity are two very different things. hundred percent. And you know, Nicholas's name is his name. Like, and I feel this very strongly about my own name. Like I, I am, it's my name and it will be until the day I die. It doesn't matter like what happens to me, what relationships I'm in, whatever. Like, and I, it seems like Nicholas sort of feels that way too. And like, and maybe he's willing to add Kapai to his name, but he doesn't want to let go of Kachukas, which is his last name. Yeah. And I don't know. I think Kapai Kachukas is a really cool last name. I think it's dope. <laughs> like, I think it could work. I think it'd be great. Yeah. And who knows? Also, Kapai as a, as a kid's first name is like also kind of a really cool name. So like, yeah, Kapai works yes. better than uh, I always, I already forgot how to say Nicholas's name. It, it works Kachukas, better as a first so name. Hard. So then that's like the other, you know, side of the conversation that maybe it'll be another part of the name. But yes. yeah, I think it's just, it's just like taken for granted. And, and Nicholas talking about how long it took him to accept himself and to come out and to yeah. really grapple with his relationship. His name has been there for him the entire time. And so yeah. now it's his own identity and he became who he is with that name on. And just because it's attached to people who might not accept him, accept him, he he loves them and he loves himself yeah. and he's come a really long way with that name that why, why does it just assume that he'll give it up? Yeah, absolutely. And I was glad to see him stand up for himself. And I hope that mm-hmm. whatever decision they come to, you know, I don't know where they are in their journey to start a family, but um I hope that it feels good to both of them because that's yeah. what's important is like whatever you choose, you know whatever fuck what everyone else thinks it yeah. needs to feel good to both of you and um it, it was pretty like intense when nicholas was like i don't know if it's like you being ashamed of being gay and not liking yourself like yeah. that was like pretty intense and you know amrit didn't react like too badly but it was like or no, like he didn't cool. really react that felt At very from, real. Yeah, that like, was very real. There were other moments in this episode where I was like, that feels like a producer put you up to it. But but the stuff between Amrit and Nicholas, I was like, this feels very raw and very real. And like the cameras cut and they talked for six hours about it after. Like, it oh, was yes. not. We caught like a moment <laughs> of what this conversation has been. But like, I, I can only imagine how many more days it went on outside of the camera. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I put up something on Instagram asking people what they thought about it. And someone was like, oh, they should have been talking about this a long time ago. And I'm like, not necessarily. Like, sometimes things happen in life, these big things that like you just 
don't know the questions to ask because you haven't been confronted with them. And so like this is coming up for them now. Maybe it's not opportune or whatever, but maybe it is. Maybe it's just the right time to talk about it. Like or like they're human beings and they knew that this was going to be a shitty, hard conversation. So they put it off. It's like that's like people forget, like, you know, with with wedding stuff, it's like the stupidest it's like procrastination when you're stressed it's like the stupidest thing like I'll forget to do it's like I'll be stressed about something else and I'm like well I'm not reaching out to the hotels I don't have time it's like it's just the (laughs) stupidest thing that you'll put off you're stressed about something else like (laughs) yeah no totally so I I just appreciated all the conversations that they had this episode particularly the last one yeah um, because it did feel very authentic one that felt a little less authentic was maybe the golf That's chat. exactly the one that I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, Michelle, come on. Even the way he delivered, well, then maybe your mom shouldn't have been at my wedding. I was like, come on. <laughs> I, I don't know. feel that way. And Brian's like, well, maybe the Bennies don't need to come around anymore. And like, it was like- just... I did think it was like (laughs) a little out of pocket for Vishal's brother to keep pushing like was your mom drinking at the wedding yeah that like that was like to be like my mom would never it's like it's one thing to be defensive of your mom when she's being attacked but it's also another thing to be in denial about how your mom acts at these things and it's like yeah his mom and and I don't think women have to be friendly I think that that's like you know an yeah. off-putting thing that gets put on women but she's she's not that friendly and that's like that's okay it doesn't no. have to be this big deal but then like doubling down and being like your mom must have been blackout it's like she's a grown woman no. she's not blacking out in an event like you no. know it was the daytime and it was four days do you think that she was blacked out for four days like come on. no no and I think one of the like most on-point things that Brian has said this season and I'm gonna say maybe the only <laughs> on-point yeah. thing Brian has said this season was when he was like this all stems from that lunch that they had and yeah. like and it's true like that's where this yeah. comes from like Reshmanti didn't appreciate something dharma did which i'm i still don't truly understand myself because she seemed like she was just trying to help yeah but um yeah i mean i think she like did ignore her at the wedding and that's not cool but also like dharma auntie just let it go just just let (laughs) it go it doesn't need to be this like long so you're not best friends you know it doesn't need to be this long-standing like issue and and you guys um you know don't you guys don't get along anymore it's like whatever you don't get along with everybody you guys are in a big community be cordial to each other go to each other's big life events send the check do whatever and and call yeah it's like it is what it is but I I was just laughing at like they're standing in the rain first of all I'm not a golfer I'm I'm okay at golf they are terrible at golf like that was (laughs) those swings were the worst I've ever seen in my life like it was glad Yeah, my fiance is a very good golfer. And he was like, oh, have these guys ever been at first? He goes, holy shit, these guys are gorgeous. That was his first comment. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> he goes, where do these guys True. come from? Holy shit. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this is a uh, yeah, they are. They are like this. And, yeah. and then he was like, oh, they're terrible at golfing that. He's like, that makes me feel a little bit better. Like they don't have yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad to have that perspective because I know like less than zero about golf. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it looks fine. But yeah, apparently not. Um, 
there yeah so that was kind of like a non thing we have rishi once again saying like oh we're solid like everything's good with the relationship when i'm just not really sure about that yeah which transitions into monica kind of giving us an update on her life which is that she has made the big decision to leave her corporate tech job um good for her which it sounds like she's been working a similar job or the same job since she graduated college in her early 20s. So that's like nearly a decade. And um, yeah, good for her. Yeah. Like r- really happy for her. Yeah, I think like, I think, yeah, it just was, it's, I'm glad she's doing it for herself. Because I think like yeah. when she talks about herself, you know, being fitting all these boxes and stuff and, and it's fine to want to be all those things, but make sure you're doing it for you. So her quitting her job, I was like, I really do feel like she's actually doing it for herself. Yeah. Yes. And her whole rhetoric has changed, you know? She's like, just telling her dad, like, you know, getting married and having kids is not the goal in my life anymore. Or like, I want those things, but I don't want it to be the focal point of my life. Like, she's interested in her career and her potential. And like, She's killing it. Like, if you haven't yeah. seen the amazing photos of her, so her feature in Harper's Bazaar, like, everyone's asking if, like, the guy in the photos, because they're, like, wedding photos, yeah. like, wedding style design stuff, but the the model is just a model. It's not her yeah. boyfriend or anything like that. But um, That would be crazy to do a wedding shoot with just yeah. boyfriends like that would be such a mind fuck but that yeah that, I know that shoe was so gorgeous she's so she's so beautiful and just seeing her like like she should be an influencer like she should just yes. lean into the influencer model space because she's got yeah. like the face and personality for it and it seems to make her happier and she yeah. loves to dance and include all that so it's great and she I I mean I think she is an influencer at this point she has like yeah. a pretty large TikTok following a large Instagram phone. Like I see her doing ads on her stories yeah. and stuff on Instagram or even in her grid. So like, yeah, like make that money, like do, do it how you want to do. And she says she wants to be creative and like, this is yeah. your chance to do that. And like, like it or not getting on one of these Bravo shows gives you the platform to do that. And she's making the most of it. And I'm yeah. really happy for her. And like, you know, and she gets emotional kind of talking about how I think, I think they kind of tried to make it look sh- like she was getting emotional about Rish. I think she was getting emotional about this big shift she's made. Yeah, yeah. And like the way she thinks about her life and the world. She's like, for so long, I felt like I needed to be this good Indian girl and do things all this certain way. And like, and now I'm trying to change things. And that's yeah. really hard. Like it's yeah. classic quarter life crisis that she's going through. And I think it's like, um, I think it's just cool to see because my mom has always told me she's like 30 is when you'll feel really confident in your life and, and not that you'll have your shit together or whatever, but that you'll feel like you can trust your own instincts and you can trust what like you should do for yourself. And so seeing her as someone who's recently 30, just like yeah. really owning that and, and leaning into, you know, taking care of her shit and taking care of herself outside of expectation. I think it's awesome. It's so awesome. And what she said about Rish, she's like, you know, I'm just beginning to wonder if he really even wants to get engaged. And it's like, that's what we've been saying. Like, it does not seem like 
he wants to. So, you know, we'll see more. Um, the finale is slated for the last weekend in February. So I'm hoping we get like six more episodes, I five think more it could episodes. Be. Yeah. So um, there's a lot more to explore in this season. Like, you know, there's so much more we need to see between them. We need to yeah. see the wedding. Like, is the wedding um, next week? I don't think the wedding is next week. I'm going to assume the wedding will be the season finale, actually. Oh, or so maybe awesome. the. I know. I can't wait to see theirs. And, and you know, um, it's like, our, I'm a little nervous about how people are going to compare our wedding to Vishal and Richa's, but it's like, these are two completely different events. Like, if you see I would Cirque not Soleil at a wedding, <laughs> you're not like expecting every wedding after that to have Cirque du Soleil at, a, at that point. You're kind of like, oh, this is too much. Did, did Deanna tell you? Oh, no. Deanna didn't get to go. Our cousin Nina, um, uh -huh. she's so sweet, but she's definitely leaned into the more stereotypical Italian American vibe in terms of like being a little bit more guided and and that aesthetic. Yeah. And so her her wedding um, was last October, and like they like our wedding is on a farm. It's going to be nice, but it's like on a farm. We have a band. We have yeah. a band. It's very like it's very me and Ethan, but it's a lot more calm. Nina's was at this like this massive venue that looked like a mansion with tons of marble, tons of like oh yes, um, tons of chandeliers. And at one point during the cocktail hour, all of a sudden this countdown starts playing. First of all, the cocktail <laughs> hour is like there's like 14 different stations. There's a boat in the middle that's serving sushi. It's oh like it's, it's just everything is so chaotic. <laughs> then all of a sudden this like countdown starts from 10 and smoke starts coming out of this one corner and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is this gonna be like what is gonna happen and she's all of a sudden this like platform starts lowering from the ceiling oh and I'm my like, god is, is there like a rapper or a dj on there like what's yeah. going on <laughs> and finally it lands and it's a bartender like shaking <laughs> shaking spinning bottles and stuff and doing like bottle tricks and that was how they announced their specialty cocktail for the evening was oh. this bartender coming down on a bar from the ceiling and then like, <laughs> spinning it around. And me and Ethan are, me and Ethan are <laughs> at this wedding and we literally put the deposit like on our menu the week before. <laughs> we're like, oh yeah. my God, what's going on? <laughs> wow. I bet that bartender was like, wow, I did not know that this was going to be part of the job. And it just really, I mean, he was a performer. It really... I wish oh I filmed it because I was just too stunned to even pick up my phone to like think about recording it. But we were just like, and my dad was like, I am not paying for something like that. I was like, I know it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I also don't need this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the theatrics, like the smoke machine, the yeah. like all the like mechanics to make something <laughs> lower from the, the fact ceiling. That you just like has that as an option and like, Wow. And to just do it. And so that's kind of what I was thinking about through this is like my cousin Nina's wedding came first. It was like super theatrical, tons of smoke, tons of lighting. Like when yeah. they entered, they came in on like a spinning stage and then they, it, it wow. just is, and it, and it was per the whole time you're there, you're like, this is so perfect for them. Like, and that's yeah. the good part about weddings is like, if you can manage to keep other people's opinions out of it, you can really do a day that feels like you. So Yes. Like Michelle's like wedding felt like felt like him. Like, you know, it was very yeah. theatrical, very showy, very like, you know, 
and and Vishal will say this, he loves attention and he loves, and it was very attention getting. And then like Amrit Nicholas's, I get the idea that it's going to be a bit more like intimate and romantic. And that's like, yeah, that's perfect because everyone can get what they want. Exactly. And like, mm-hmm. there are no, yeah. I mean, I, as someone who has been to weddings, like I, I don't really compare one to another. No, it is can't. always very special specific to the couple like yeah and like there are some weddings where I've had a better time than others or whatever for whatever reason but But it's it's not because of the circus performers it's usually like oh the bar didn't have enough people staffing in and we had to wait like 45 minutes for a drink or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I'm just thinking like okay you have the technology to have a smoke machine and a platform lower from the ceiling like is the best use of this to announce your signature cocktail I I didn't personally think so like I was with one of my uncles and I was like oh I really thought that that was going to be like a rapper and he was like oh like this girl travels a little bit and she thinks that everything has to be whatever and I was like no but like didn't you kind of expect it to be something other than like a cocktail coming out like it was all this build up I was like I'm not even being a snob about this I'm just asking no it's like (laughs) yeah like I really just thought it was gonna be something different yeah yeah no it's uh well uh, you know at least it was a surprise (laughs) it was a huge huge surprise and like I've never seen anything like it. And I don't know if I'll ever see anything like it again. Like all of us were just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, <laughs> wild. that is wild. Um, So yeah, I think that's the episode. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what else did I want to say? Oh, just ongoing in the Sean and Pooja saga. Cause I'm still oh, getting yeah. messages about it. Um, He posted today or yesterday, like a bunch of photos from a trip to New Orleans that he took. And he looks very single in the photos. Like it's him with like another couple, basically. And yeah, someone was like, I wonder if this was supposed to be a couple's trip that turned into. Yeah. So what's his left hand in any pictures? Because if you purposely leave it out, that's what I'm thinking. I... If you purposely leave your hand out of the pictures, you're making a Wait, statement I'm about look not including right the right now because this is important information. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Sean. I look at his Instagram like a lot now because He's I'm so curious. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme today, like one of those like quote memes that was like. I'm really tired and have to go to bed, but I cannot figure out if this person I barely know is divorced or not. <laughs> it's like, I think all of us have those couples that, that you check in on occasionally, like yeah. super hyper-specific random celebrity couples. And you're like, oh, I wonder if they're still together. Like, oh, that's so sad yep. if they're not. <laughs> okay, so the first, he posted like 10 photos. Mm-hmm. The first one is him sitting, having a drink with his left hand, like clearly visible. Like, maybe it's the front of the photo and there is no ring on it. Well, that's the announcement. So there we go. That's the that's announcement, it. I think. That's it. All oh, right. This sad. baby yeah. is ready to to not have me on this call anymore. So. Bye, baby. Oh Mary, thank you so much. We thank appreciate you having, having you on the podcast every time you're on, but especially I for these recaps. Here. Of course. Yay. I love and, here. And I love the show. Yes. Uh, and we'll have you on again soon, of course. Love it. And uh, I will say goodbye to everybody with our sign off. Namaste, bitches. Bye. Bye, Mary. Bye.